So just two ha'aris, as it relates to today's daf. Actually, let's take that back. Two ha'aris that have nothing to do with today's daf. Both ha'aris from Rabruvi Margolis, and in the spirit of the fact that next week is Rabruvi Margolis' yard site, Vav Elo is 51st yard site, Two ha'aras. One ha'ara is a ha'ara that we've spoken out before, but the aim based medrash below chiddush. And I was thinking, you know, the Velt says, how often can you repeat a dvar Torah? How often can you repeat a joke? How often can you repeat a ma'isa? Right? How often can you repeat a vart for Rabbi Ruben Margolis? Not often, meaning a lot of time has to pass before you say over a vart again that we've said over from Rabbi Ruben Margolis. Although the aim based medrash below chiddush, the first ha'ara is. Gemara on Dafnun Amad Aleph on the bottom brought a pasuk. The pasuk says, "Hoin va'oisha bevesai v'tzidkasai oimedes laat." The pasuk says, "Hoin va'oisha bevesai." This is a person that's a wealthy person. He has hoin. He has oisha bevesai. He wants to give tzedakah. If he gives tzedakah, his account is going to be debited. Naturally, you give tzedakah, you're going to lose something. Now there's all the haftachas, v'nasnu, but at the same time, tachlas. Right now, you give tzedakah, you're not going to have the, the monies that you just gave. However, it's possible for a person to be tzedkasay medeslad, meaning you're going to be a grace about tzedakah, but at the same time, your ashiris is going to be maintained, you're not going to lose anything. How is that possible? So the Gemara said, Rafunu Ravchizda, it was Machloikis Rafunu Ravchizda, Chadama once said, It's referring to someone that learns Torah and he teaches Torah. If somebody learns Torah and he teaches Torah, teaching Torah is a form of chesed. The Torah has chesed, the Gemara says in the end of Sukkah, He's doing chesed. Now, if a person teaches Torah, he doesn't lose. And because he doesn't lose, so he's tzedkosay medes lo'ad, but he's also hoin va'oish v'vesed chadamar. And the other Amayra said, Zakoisev, Torah nevi muksuvim. It's referring to someone that writes Torah nevi muksuvim, umashilon la'cherim. And he lends them to other people. This person is doing tzedakah, v'tzedkosay medes lo'ad, because he's lending his Torah nevi muksuvim. He's lending his svarim. He's giving people an opportunity to be able to learn Torah, right? Let's not take for granted that they didn't have svarim once upon a time the way we have today. So this person's lending his say for is neviim is ksuvim, so that people are going to be able to learn. But at the same time, he still owns his Torah neviim ksuvim. He's not really losing out. So these are two examples of hoin va'oisha beveisai v'tzinkasai yoy medeslot haloy me Torah malamda or a koisiv Torah neviim ksuvim u'mashirin lacher. Now who said these two pshatim? Rafunu Rav Chizda. Which one of the Amoyroim said which pshat? We don't know. Rafun of Rav Chizda, Chadomer, Vechadomer. So Rabbi Margolis, in his Sefer, Shem Oilon, and it's Ois Kufhe. So he says that even though the Gemara did not know or did not reveal to us which one of these two Pshatim was stated by Rafuna and which one was stated by Rav Chizda, but he says, Lule de Mistafina, maybe we can bring a clutter raya to which one of these memories was said by which one of the Amira. And Rav Ruvim journey begins with a Gemara in the Sechtis Bava Basra, Dafyud Dalad Amaraf. This is a Gemara, incidentally, that we referred to earlier in the week, 
where the Gemara discussed that Rav Ami wrote 400 Sifrei Taira. Why the number 400? Either way, so in the context of that Gemara, the Gemara says, Rav Huna Kosav Shivin Sifrei Dairaisa. Rav Huna wrote 70 Sifrei Taira. So you see that Rav Huna was someone that was a cipher. He wrote 70 Sifrei Taira. In fact, there's a Yerushalmi in the third parak of Masechtas Kalayim that says, Rav Huna Safra the Sidra. Rav Huna was a cipher. So Rav Huna, we know, was someone that wrote Sifrei Taira. Okay. Now, these Sifrei Taira that Rav Huna wrote, he wrote it for Parnassah? That's what he did to earn a living? Or did the reason Rav Huna write the Sifrei Taira was for some ulterior motive? So, Zakka Ruvah Golis, I have a clara raya. You know why? Because there's many, many Gemaras that say that Rav Huna was an usher gadol. That's the one Gemara he quotes. But he says there's many, many Maramakoinis for this. That Rav Huna was very, very wealthy. The Gemara says in Masachtis Psachim, why did they fast? That they shouldn't become wealthy. Because we were, they were afraid that if they would become wealthy, they'd go into a whole different business. And they would snap writing, So the Anshei Knesset already fast. And they were that a person that writes Sefer Torah he shouldn't become a Gvir. So he says, if Rav Huna wrote Sefer Torah as a Parnosa, if this is what he did, this was his Geshef, then he wouldn't ever become an Asher Gadol. Because they were already tiniest from the Anshek Nesak Dailo. this is not what he did for Parnosa. It has to be that for Parnosa he did something else. This wasn't what he did. So he said, if that's the case, if that's the case, he didn't do it for Parnosa. So why did he do it? Why did he do it? Presumably he did it because he wanted to lend it to other people. So Rav Huna, we know, wrote 70 Sifrei Torah. The Yushalmi in Kalai and Perikim Allah Aleph refers to him as Safrit the Sidra. We know he was an Oisha Gadol, and based on the Gemara in Psachim, Dafnur Amabez, we would therefore know that he didn't do this for Parnassah. Bal Karchach, he was a Kaisif Sefer Torah, Tzul Mezuzis, Umashilon. This is obviously what he did. It's very, very mistaber. That if Chadoma Rafuna and Chadoma Rav Chizda, that Hoin Vaoshev Bevesev, it's a Kasei and Medeslad, say a Kois of Turnavim Muksuv Mashin Lacherem, that Rafuna, who we know for a fact was Mekayim this Indian, see, he was probably Dorish or Mekayim. And if he was Dorish or Mekayim, it's probably Rafuna that was the one that said that. Says Rabbi Margolis, in Kenem Advarim, to be Miashiv Akasha that really bothered me. He said, because the Gemara says, if you write turn and you you lose nothing. You don't lose anything from doing that. Why? Because there's no hefsid. He's gonna return it, you're gonna have everything the way you gave it. Is that true? Is that really true? There's Gemara in Mesachtis Bav Metziah. It's in Perikel Metziah. Daf Chavtes on the days. The mission over there discusses the theme of Elo Metziah. Elo Metziah Shaloi. The Elo Chayv Lahachris. What happens if somebody finds Svarim? So there's rules and regulations in terms of you're allowed to use them. How often you're allowed to use them? It's not so poshit that you're allowed to use the Svarim. And there's different dinim that govern these halachis as it relates to somebody that finds a Sefer Torah. Not just that. There's halachis that govern if somebody borrows a Sefer Torah. Are you allowed to lend it to somebody else? Are you not allowed to? Lend it to somebody else. So it's like answer Shulchan Aruch. If somebody has a Sefer Torah, could you lend it? How often are you allowed to use it? Why? Since so Mavur, the reason is Rashi. Because it's something that can very 
easily get ruined. And because it can get ruined, so therefore, so that's what posh it. If you borrow Sefer Torah, your neighbor wants to borrow it, you can't just go ahead and lend it because there's a hefset over here. Even though we know that but at the same time, this is something that involves hefset. And because it involves hefset, you're not allowed to do it. So Frank, the Rebbe Margolis, I understand. If you're going to have a Sefer Torah and you're going to lend it out to the whole world, it's gewaldig. But where's the high voice of Avesa? losing. Why are you losing? Because it's a Mephorshikamar Bab Metziah. You see clearly it's, it's Miskalkel, it's Metashtesh, so there is a loss. But he said, I think the Territ is Azai. There's a Mishnah, Mesechtus Psachim, Daf Nun Heyamidbeis. The Mishnah over there discusses if somebody was a, a farmer and he had chickens back in the day. And they're sitting on top of the eggs and they're, they're doing what they do. So like this, the eggs are eventually going to hatch. And then all of a sudden, the chickens are not laughing. Right? They cross the road. So all of a sudden, they're not here anymore. Are you allowed to go bring them back? Are you allowed to hop them? So the Mishnah says that sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. If it's Yontif or if it's Cholamoid. So specifically as it relates to Cholamoid, so the Halach is that if it's going to involve some uh, form of loss, if you're not going to do it, say so you let it be mahadur them. You let it bring them back on cholamoid. The only time this is true is in the event, maybe the only time you let it take the chickens and bring them back to the eggs is if it's within three days from when they started sitting on these eggs because they're very, very heist are the chickens. And as a result, it's within three days from when they ran away. So we assume they're still hot. And as a result, there's going to be, it's kedai for you to go ahead and do it. But once three days already pass, at that point, you're not allowed to go bring them back. The Gemara said that Ravami argued. Ravami said, even Either way, just fast forwarding. The Gemara says, but my commitment, what was the machloikis of when you could bring the chickens back, when you can't bring the chickens back? So the Gemara, Marsavar, Rafuna held, Lahefsin Meruba Chashashu. Because I was concerned about a Hefsin Meruba, but Lahefsin Meruba, like Chashashu. They weren't worried about a Hefsin Meruba. Marsavar, Ravami held, Lahefsin Meruba, Nami Chashashu. Because I was worried about a Hefsin Meruba as well. In other words, Rafuna Shita, Imsachin Nun Heyam and Beis is that Chazal were worried about Hefsin Meruba, not Hefsin Meruba. He said it in Hilchas Chalamayit. But it's a concept of Dovera Ovid where you're allowed to do Malacha. So what's Dovera Ovid? It would have to be a Hefsin Meruba, but it can't be a Hefsin Muad. Since Okra Bufa Margolis, that if we're going to say that who is the man number that said Hoyn Vaisha Beveso if it said Kasim at slot? It's Rafuna. Because Rafuna, Bavabasu Dafidalam and Aleph wrote 70 Sifrit Tayr. And Rafuna in the third paragraph of Yushalmi Masakhskalim was Safra the Sidra. And Ravuna, we know for sure, didn't do it for Parnasa because he was an Asher Brachas Daf Hey. And Anshik Nasa did the fast of 24 Tanesim, Shalai Yisashu, and Psachim Daf Nun. So if it's Ravuna, you can ask me a Kasha from Bava Mitzvah Chavtes that how could you tell me it's Hoim Vaisha Bevesai? It's not Hoim Vaisha Bevesai. It's going to tear. There's going to be a little bit of a kilkel. Zokta, I hear, but that's a Hefsin Muad. Ravuna was Shitasai, and Psachim Nun Hey, I'm in base. It holds the Hefsin Muad like Hashishu in the Sukhis of Dabrab and Achalamai. So if he holds the Hefsin Muad like Hashishu, therefore you don't have to worry about it. So he says, it's posh to me that it was Rav Huna was the one that said Zeh say Torah and Rav Chizda was the one that said Zeh Haloy Torah in Kenem Advarim, we can understand one more Gemara. The Gemara says in Masech, this might cut in Davchal Feim at Aleph. Kinoch Nafshei de Rafuna, where Rafuna's Nisham a part of this world, Savar Loisuve Sefer Torah Apuria. They wanted to put a Sefer Torah on his bed. 
Amadu Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda said, Milsa de Bechayel, something that Rafuna we know how to pay on during his lifetime. Hash to Lakem Laavadai, we're going to go ahead and do now. Domerach Tachlifa, Rach Tachlifa said, Anoch, Aziz, Ali Rafuna, the boy, the Mesa Vapurio. I once saw Rafuna wanted to sit down and say on a bed. Tava Monach said, Vitari Alel, the Kof Kada Karo, the Oisa said, Vitari Alel, and then he sat there. But when Rafuna died, what they want to do? They wanted to put a safe attire on his bed. Why did they want to put a safe attire on the bed of Rafuna? Because Rafuna was a kaisif sefer taira. But he didn't just write sefer taira. He did tremendous chesed during his entire lifetime. And this was tzidkosoy yoimedes lad. And right now, b'shas p'tirosoy, where it's going to be tzidkosoy yoimedes lad. What did they do? They wanted to take a safe attire and put it on a bed. Whose bed? On the bed of Rafuna. That's the first time.